Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And uh, I just want to go straight into this. I know I've been saying that a lot lately. Um, I want to go, if you wasn't in today's service, oh, God, I don't know if it's going to be on Patreon soon or when it's going to get on there. I don't handle the technical part, but I would say get that. Um, y'all would begin to show me something about the blood covenant. And I don't want to go through the whole scenario with you because it's a short podcast. Um, but don't underestimate the blood. I, let, let's go into the heavenly realm. This is where I'm seated right now in Christ Yeshua. I've done dimensionally shifted into the heavenly realm of my spirit being and in my spirit mind. And I'm in heavenly places and I'm, I'm looking, I was engaging this when I got home. Because this is what happened while I was at service, at the end of the service, even though I wasn't the main speaker today. My spiritual son, which I'm so proud of, uh, Pastor Damon Adams was the speaker, did did an incredible job. And uh, he opened up the heavenly realm. And so when I went back up there, uh, just to basically say goodbye, Yahweh would not let me leave. And, And what was open before me was the blood covenant of Yeshua. And how underestimated we have underestimated the blood covenant of Yeshua. Now, I don't want to mention the pastor's name, but there was this great pastor, I don't know, maybe 15 plus years ago, um, that saw this in the spirit realm, did not have the right counterbalance from the leaders around him because they were more in the old age. So they didn't comprehend and didn't understand what he saw. And he went off track. Thankfully, I have Apostle Aaron Smith in my life and the great people that he's brought along to me that I've been introduced to as well as been to their conferences and ministered, you know, at them and uh, been with them. Right. And so these great, great men of God and women of God. And so I have counterbalance around me. Um, but what he saw is what I have been seeing. Yahweh has taken me on a love journey. I don't know if you've been listening to my podcast or listening to my preaching for about the last nine months. He brought me through something and still is bringing me through something in my life. And uh, out of it, it made me go into the love of the Father. And I don't mean the love of the Father in such a way that what you're thinking the love of the Father is. It's a deep, intimate, secret part of the heart that I can't even explain. And he began to show me himself and to show us who we are, who I am, who you are, who each and every person is before the blood, during the blood and after the blood. Because you got to remember you were fearfully and wonderfully made before you ever came here. So you wasn't yet in the blood, though you were, because he was founded from the what? From the Found he was founded. He he died. He was slain before the foundation of the earth. So there is no time in the heavenly realm. Um, so like I said, it would take too long to, 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 to preach this whole thing and minister this whole thing. But I want to get to the to the point of it because the fact is that, that Yeshua's blood covenant. Uh, what this man saw, he saw the blood was so powerful uh, that he was like, oh my God, everybody saved, everybody saved, everybody saved, and. Um, like I said, he didn't have enough of the right people around him to understand the revelation of what he was saying, uh, and it met, and they rebelled against him, and he went off track. And so, um, but what Yahweh's showing is, I saw the blood covenant Yeshua. Yahweh's been taking me into a place where I'm seeing the blood covenant Yeshua. It's on the mercy seat of God. It's on the mercy seat between the cherubims on the ark of the covenant before the Father, and it's like a sweet smelling savor before His nostrils, both day and night. Now, this 
this is all spiritually speaking, right? I don't think he's sitting there inhaling it uh, like you would have an incense before you, but he could be as well. Uh, but this is what the Lord's showing me, right? And it's like a, I can barely speak, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to speak in tongues um, because the glory of God is on me so much. This The blood covenant, it, God takes it so, he takes it so so precious. I don't know how to put it in the words of the glory of it that I'm seeing, but he, he, he takes it and he puts it and it's so glorious before him. That's all I know how to say. It's so holy and it's so glorious before him. It's the bloodline of Yeshua and it, it sits on the mercy seat. It sits on the mercy seat and out of it, it redeemed all humanity. It redeemed everything that was in Yahweh's image throughout the world, throughout eternity. It redeemed everything back to himself. Oh, you have to see this and and on this mercy seat is a seated blood of Yeshua and it looks like blood light like liquid blood light more, more than red blood it's more like a fiery flame blood light and it actually is as a if you read your word about uh, when it says it was cloven tongues upon their heads in the upper room when they received the Pentecost, the, the blessing of the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, which I hope that you have taken advantage of. And it had this cloven tongues upon them as like fire upon them. Well, that is what the Lord showed me. That was like the blood light of Yeshua that sets upon every born again believer. Everyone that's name, called upon the name above every name, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, is the name above every name. You can't get saved in any other name. You must have Jesus. You must have Yeshua. Sure. There is no other way around it. You cannot go sit in Yahweh until you sit in the sun. That's just the bottom line. And so it, it, when you sit in the sun, you sit in Yeshua, you sit in Jesus Christ, you sit in his blood, this perpetual offering before the Lord is set before you, see? And this fiery, blazing flame of his blood light is sitting on the mercy seat of God and it sits before him in the arena of the glory of eternity and he inhales it into his nostrils and inhales it into his beings and it, it brings him into the place of euphoric relationship with himself inside of you and then it gives you the right to be called sons of God it gives you the right to step into who you really are as a son of the most high God as a man or a woman a son of the most high God a daughter of the most high God. But the greatest part of this is he steps into it. Oh, I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now by the spirit. He being Elohim, being God, the father, Yahweh, Yod, Hey, Va, Hey, Yod, Hey, Shin, Va, Hey, the fullness of who he is steps into the bloodline, steps into the essence of this aroma of the very presence of the sacrifice of Yeshua, the Christ. That was death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension, and to the throne of God, and sits on the right hand of the Father, as seven crowns are bore on his head, and seven horns coming upon them, and seven eyes coming out, and the seven fiery flames of the seven spirits of God, shooting out of his loins unto the earth. It sets before him and the blood light sits on the altar of God, then the mercy seat of God, that he goes into, that he may have relationship that he may have relationship with you and that you may have relationship with him. Whew. I, I, I'm hoping I'm giving it due justice of what I've been seeing in the spirit these last few months of what Yahweh is showing me about the blood covenant of Yahweh, of Yeshua, the Christ of Jesus, so we can become to, into the knowledge of who we are and how powerful the blood of Yeshua is, how complete and consequent Consecrated it is, how sanctified it is, and how it consecrates and sanctifies and makes you holy.
Oh, but but brother, Sagima Bay, oh, the word says, be ye holy as I am holy. That's right. I explained it's in church. It's like if you know, I used to watch a kid movie. I was a kid and the guy would go seam, seam, sell a beam, right? And the door would raise or seam, seam, sell a beam. And the, this was, he's basically saying B, seam, seam, sell a beam or Akba Kadaba, right? Which actually is, a, um, he comes from a Hebrew word uh, that means uh, so basically to be, to do it, you know, as I have spoken. And so, um, when well, Yahweh said, be you holy as I'm holy, it was he saying, you're holy because I'm holy. He says, you're holy because my holiness is on you. Oh, but brother, we, we have sin. We have sin. We have so much sin. We have so much sin. Uh, you probably have sin all the days of your life. I, I don't want to scare you. Um, only a few people. No, there's no one but Christ that died without sin. I'm sorry. There were some people called good people in the Bible. Enoch, uh, he was so good that he transcended into God. Um, but I don't believe that he never sinned in his life. Um, because one thing, he was born in sin nature, so sin nature was wrapped around him. Same thing with Moses. Only Yeshua was able to be born into sin nature and not take on the sin nature and live a holy, spotless, righteous life. So the Bible says if you sin against one part of the law, then you sin against all the law. Oh, you should see the scroll in heaven thank you Yahweh the scroll in heaven that talks about your declaration of independence from sin God this is so crazy today we represent in America now you'll be listening to the next day but today we represent in America July 4th our independence day and this is what Yahweh is showing me there is a scroll in heaven it has nothing to do with America United States come on we're talking about in the spirit realm though but it's just a, it just so happened to be this day there, there's a declaration in heaven a scroll in heaven a declaration of independence from sin and it's sealed with the blood covenant of Yeshua the Christ it's all over you crowning you righteous crowning you righteous crowning you righteous crowning you righteous oh but you don't understand I had a bad thought you crowned with righteousness you don't understand I went and slept with this woman you're crowned with righteousness you don't understand I stole my cheating on my taxes crowned with righteousness you don't understand I've done the worst thing ever crowned with righteousness no I don't understand that kind of mercy no, I don't understand that kind of grace and that kind of judgment. But the scroll declares it so from the blood covenant of Yeshua gifted unto you and me. All we had to do is believe in our heart and confess in our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh, brother, you preaching greasy grace. Don't ever tell me those words again. I don't want to hear it. You don't understand grace. Grace had to be because of who we are. He knew the weaknesses and the frailty of who we are. So whether people are taking advantage of it or abusing it not, it cannot take away from the power of the blood covenant of Yeshua. Your holiness will never be birthed out of you. It will be birthed in you. Oh, come on. Your righteousness will never be birthed out of you. It will be birthed in you. Why? It's seated before the throne of God. Get close enough to be breathed into his nostrils. See, he can get so close to you. I remember one time he took me to the altar of the Lord. I was engaging behind this secret door that was, uh, I say secret door, I, I call it my secret door. It's a door that uh, Mr. Fred in my church, Fred Rupert, an incredible man of God, made this door and it became a gateway into heaven. So I go behind it and sit prophetically speaking, but in the spirit realm and sensing. And I was before the throne of God and the Lord was bringing up the bowl of incense with my prayers and all my faithfulness and the things I've done good. And I'm thinking, you know, why are you not thinking about the things I've done bad? All he was doing is bringing 
bringing up the things that have been good, though the whole church world for my whole life has always told me about the things I've done bad. But out of it, all that was going to be an instance, and the Lord was breathing it in. He coming, you can get close enough, and He'll breathe you in. It's your glory, it's your glory, it's the glory of the Lord before you. It's His declaration of independence to you, the blood covenant. The blood covenant. The blood covenant. Thank you, Yahweh. You're free by the blood. I told my church today, I said, I don't want to hear nothing about sin in the church no more. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear nothing about it. I want to hear about Jesus. I want to hear about the grace of God. Oh, well, brother, you're going to raise up bastards. You're going to raise up those that just do what they want. No, no, no. You can't get close to this without becoming like this. I, I, I don't know when we'll get perfect, but Yahweh showed me as we grow in this and grow in the grace of God and grow in the blood covenant of God, grow, there is right now, and you just got to receive it by faith, there is a fiery light, blood light torch above your head signifying it's well to come dwell here father it's well to come here dwell here and it was not jesus was not there he could not come dwell but because yeshua the christ dwells there and it's marked on you he can come to dwell in you and guess what death is out of you we shall overcome death because death has already been overcome by the blood of the lamb and the frequency of our testimony the word of God that's shining out of us. I don't mean walking around with a Bible in my hand and a cross around my neck trying to tell people how bad they are, how much sin you are. You're wasting your time doing that. That is not the way the Lord is going to win people. We've done our best with that in the old age of condemnation and trying to scare people uh, out of their sins. Listen, they're in their sins because they like it. Didn't you like it when you were in sins? It's because they did not know their eyes and scales are blocked. But when you get into the blood covenant, it takes the scales off your eyes and you see, Abba, Father, make me like you. The more I found out about the blood covenant of Yeshua and the power of his grace. Oh my God, the power of his blood covenant. All I want to do is be next to his face. All I want to do is get next to him and say, oh, I got the right to go into you. And he says, I got the right to go into you. The Father says, I have the right to go into you. Yeshua, I worship you. I worship you. That's why I read Revelations chapter 5, not taking away from the Father at all. But in Revelation chapter 5, it says, you alone are worthy. You that were slain, that made us kings and priests unto our God again. That made us kings and priests unto our God. The very blood covenant of Yeshua, I speak over you. The Bible says to be heavily minded, which means don't be earthly minded. Well, brother, what if I sin? I don't want to hear that. What, if my, what about Paul, the great apostle Paul? The great apostle Paul in Romans chapter 7. He said, with my spirit, I serve God. With my body, I serve the flesh. I'm not giving you right to go sin. I pray you never sin. But then he goes off in Romans 8, says there's no condemnation of those in Christ Jesus. I know some religious King James person wrote in the rest of the part, because that's not in the original part, that says, you know, those that live uprightly, basically. But no, 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 no. You can't add to the blood. I'm sorry. You can't add to the blood. Your doctrine can't be changed in the blood, because the blood is a covenant status of Yahweh's own son that sits before the mercy seat and the throne of God both day and night. And breathes in us before him and him before us. 
You can't take away from that by your own earthly righteousness. Though I implore you to walk uprightly before the Lord. It is your greatest pleasure to walk uprightly before the Lord. But the only righteousness you have is that which is him. And he's made you righteous. He's made you consecrated. He made you sanctified. He's made you perfect. And that's why you want to go hang out with him. You're seated in Christ so you can go into the mountain of the Lord and dwell before the Father himself. I thank you, Yahweh. I thank you for your blood covenant. Well, once again, this is Sagima Bay. Thank you for coming along this journey with me. Please tell your friends to listen to this. It will set them free. Send this, send this podcast throughout the world. I know we're in 76 countries. Go ahead and send it to another country or send it to your neighbor down the street. I have your whole family and just engage the Holy Ghost while you listen to it. It will change your life forever. And once again, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.